Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid, to catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday. encourage you that no matter what you're going through, what you have been through, or what it looks like, God has the master plan for your life, and he can turn your worst days into your best days. He will give you beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God will move you from pain to purpose, so you be encouraged on today. From pain to purpose. He carried me 
Been through the fire, been through the mountain, walked through the flood, been through it all. I'm standing stronger, and God was there all along. Been through the valley, been through the fire, been through the mountain, walked through the flood, been through it all. I'm standing stronger. Everybody is uh, overwhelmed with 2020, but like you said, God is still in control and there is still greatness moving and great things happening. Um, the quarantine has given me plenty of time to write and prepare for different things. Um, I'm an author, um, a Christian fiction author. I do have some nonfiction works as well, and my signature subject is spiritual warfare. I have a series called The Chronicles of Warfare. It is 10 books and counting right now. I released my 20th book last year, so I'm super excited about that. I've been doing it for about eight years. And last year, I launched my first spiritual warfare conference because 
tackling that subject matter, I've gotten a lot of questions, a lot of inboxes, a lot of emails and stuff like that, and something God had been nudging me to do, which I reluctantly agree, but, you know, obedience sometimes is a struggle. And so this year I am getting excited and ready for my second conference, which is going to be October 2nd through the 3rd. So I have been using this quarantine time wisely to prepare and write and just move further in in the purpose that God created me to do. Um, Peace isn't always the absence of chaos, but just sanity in the middle of chaos. So i got to thank God for that. Oh, now that's powerful. What you just say with that? <laughs> Let's go back a little bit because you said some powerful things uh, in regards that you have taken that time, you know, doing all the stuff that we're going through right now, but have the time to rest and, 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 and to be able to, to, to write. Uh, to tell us about, because, um, you know, so many people, we know everyone has a story. But mm-hmm. you do fiction and nonfiction. You hear me, ladies and gentlemen? She do both. She do both. She do. Um, how do you? And I don't. I don't like saying the word balance. But how do you decide when you're writing or before you start writing which kind of um, you know what side you're gonna be on, fiction or nonfiction? And and, and how do you your journey of writing? It's just so interesting. Okay, so. My journey started because um, I was hanging out with a group of my friends. We used to have Sunday dinner all the time, and they're idiots. One Sunday we was just acting a complete mess, and I was laughing so hard. I was like, y'all are idiots. I'm going to write a book about y'all. And um, one day, just randomly after I put that in the atmosphere, um, I said that I was going to write a book about based off the personalities that were in that room and the the assignments that God had given each person. And sometime later, within a week's time, I wrote like six chapters. I had no idea who these people were, what they were doing, what they were going through, and why they were doing whatever I wrote. And I gave it to some people to read, and they was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I'm like, I don't know. I was just playing. <laughs> and so – I went back and forth for about two years working on it just because I'm a type of person, if I start something, I want to complete it. I very rarely leave stuff undone. And so it was just that. And I remember um, the guy I was dating at the time, we had a really uh, big fight. And I have to tell any writer out there, whatever, if you have a good emotional experience, be it good or bad, channel those emotions into writing. That's some of my best writing when I'm highly emotional. And so we had a big fight, and I, I, was, I got home, and I was just mad. And so I, I wrote to clear my mind, and I finished the book. And when I finished the book, I was so excited, had no intention of doing nothing with it, just wanted to accomplish something. And I heard God say, now that you've done what you wanted to do, let me show you what I want to do. I was like, huh? Wait, what? And that's when he gave me the insight to go back and add the angels and demons. And from that point on, it turned into a series. I wrote it as fiction because I love fiction, and I honestly, as a Christian, trying to move from, you know, you want to keep your spirit as pure as possible. So I was trying to move away from secular reading, but honestly, I couldn't find any Christian novel that gave me the same emotional rush, emotional connection, all the plot twists and turns, like they were kind of boring. So I, I wanted to write the story I wanted to read, and God birthed the series after that, so that's how the fiction came about. Now, the nonfiction stuff, 
that is me throwing a temper tantrum and God making me tell something in my in my life <laughs> that I don't want to share with the world. <laughs> so that is not my choice. That is me being obedient. I think one of the hardest ones for me to write was I have one called, it's a fascinating prayer journal. It's called um, Misery Loves Company, How to Break the Strongholds from Sexual Relationships. And I, God took me back to a time 10 years ago when I was really struggling with some issues and how he sent me on this 40-day fast and the journey that it took me through to get rid of all of that toxic stuff that I had allowed in my life. And I, I kicked and moaned, and I remember when I wrote it, my mom and dad, you know, they supported all of my work, and I told my daddy, I said, you can buy the book, but I don't want you to read this book. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so the nonfiction is more so me being obedient or teaching because um, each time I have a conference, I write a handbook that is specific for that conference. So that's how the nonfiction came about. But I, I, I journeyed into fiction because I wanted to read the stories that I didn't see that had characters that looked like me. Mm, that yeah, that's good. I like you said that. That's amazing. Oh Lord, you write that. That's a. Good, I did that even with my very first book. My brother passed away, and and I, I used to say my therapy, my therapy. Yes, was mm-hmm. writing, and I didn't even know I had the uh, the gift of writing. I, I had no idea. But when unfortunately, you know, when I went through that, that was birth, and you see, you know, many books later than what we are. So. Ladies and gentlemen, I know pain to purpose. I know, I know. But we just, we have to go through it because everyone has that journey, right? (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth. I didn't know I had that gift either. Um, Yeah, I wrote at work. I wrote policies and procedures and stuff like that. But I had never wrote creatively um, before Mm -hmm. God sent me down that path. You know, you said something that was so powerful, and I know uh, our conversation is, is is just full circle. But I want to tap into this because you said something so amazing, and 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 seemed like you have ownership of this. So, and I know there's a lot of people that go through this. So, I want to talk to you a little bit <laughs> about you saying that you were a finisher, and one thing about you is you like to finish a task. Talk about that a little bit because. Um, a lot of people will start it. We're very creative to come up with it. Very creative of maybe writing it down or not, or even getting help to do it, but just finishing it. I mean, uploading the book on Amazon, having the event, having um, you finishing school. Talk about that a little bit because I think sometimes we just need more information about that of we can do it. Um, I may have to unpack that particular part of me, because I I don't know necessarily where that came from, but when it comes to doing things for God, um, my late pastor, Reverend Cyrus Bells Flanagan, he always said that you do it with a spirit of excellence. And to me, Mm -hmm. finishing is part of that spirit of excellence. Um, My mother definitely raised us in a home where we were taught to obey the voice of the Lord. So I can't speak to that from my just my personal life other than I, I don't like wasted time. So if I if I put energy into it then I'm gonna finish it. Um but when it came to my assignments from God, as I've journeyed through this 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 walk, this purpose, I very clearly understand that obedience is protection. And so um when God gives me an assignment, 
I want to make sure that I complete it because there's a reason he gave it to me. Um, and as I, with every book that I release, I'm definitely rewarded with individuals reaching out and saying, oh, I needed to hear this. This is my testimony. Thank you for talking about this, different things like that. So that reaffirms the assignment that God has on you. And so when you're doing an assignment for God, you have to understand there is automatically going to be opposition. There's going to be spiritual warfare attacking you. And a lot of times people don't realize that it's spiritual warfare versus just distractions in life, like it's strategic to keep you from doing what it is that God told you to do. One, to deliver other people, and two, to release a a new level of access in your life, spiritually growing your blessings, you know, spiritual promotion, all of those type of things. So um, sometimes it's hard, but what I recommend is being a offensive warrior versus a defensive warrior. Like you don't wait for the attack to come to kind of pray your way out of it. But when you know you're on an assignment, when you know you have something to do, then you preempt it by praying ahead of time or fasting ahead of time or whatever it is, the weapon that you use to um, in, in your spiritual life. And I think that that's the, the best advice I can give, just knowing that the opposition is going to come when you're on assignment from the Lord and being proactive in putting up that safeguard and then recognizing when something is a distraction. And when you get it, sometimes we get in those little funks and you just don't want to do anything. You don't know where that heaviness comes from. You don't know where that, that ugh feeling comes from. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the mm-hmm. Bible tells us to, um, to uh, lift a, uh, a spirit of heaviness put on a garment of praise. Sometimes we have to worship our way out of those little pitfalls and stuff so that we can get back on task. And we don't want to miss our appointment with destiny um, because we're distracted or we let Satan win, you know. So that's my advice on that, just that obedience is better than sacrifice and the safest place to be is in the will of God. So let that be your motivation oh, for doing, completing You're doing a great job on that. <laughs> You really did a great job on that. That's good. That's good. That's a, that's actually putting it in a whole level. So you, you know, I think George Meyer said, "What about me?" But it's not about you. So that, yeah, that's yeah. what I like. Yeah. But Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, that's good that you did that. You said, oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, you have so much to give. I mean, you've done so many um, publications. Uh, what, what do you kind of see yourself going um, from where you are now? I, you said you mentioned that you're in the process of planning an amazing uh, event. So, so let us know what you, what's going on. Well, honestly, it's all, you know, it's like God gives you these plot twists in your life. You you say yes to one assignment and he brings all this other stuff. And where my passion for speaking and talking to people came was um, early in the Chronicles of Warfare series, one of my readers uh, was a, a minister at a prison and she took the books there. And the the group that she talked to fell in love with them, and they asked me to come and speak at their creative writing class. And that was new. I was like, really, God, we doing spiritual warfare books, Christian fiction in a, in a prison? But okay, this, this is what you want to do. And um, after I came, the ladies were very gracious and amazing, and they ended up starting a book club for me in the prison. I'm like, really, God, this is what oh, we're doing? Wow. Okay, all right, if you say so, Okay. And so I would come and meet with them every time I, I released a book. I would, I would 
send copies to their library and stuff, and they got to talking and asking me questions. And, of course, them being incarcerated, them, you know, spiritual warfare kind of opened up their eyes to the path that led them to where it was and, and the assignments on their mm-hmm. life. And some of them had amazing testimonies and different things. Like I have some people from Caribbean islands who said that, you know, they discovered that they're, um, they were uh, uh, given over to Satan as a child and just different stuff plagued them all their lives. And I was really able to kind of shed some light for them and teach them how to use their spiritual weapons. If we wrestle not against flesh and blood, what are we fighting against? So that birthed my speaking. I, I loved it. I loved teaching. And then, like I said, people always asked me. They would ask me questions and stuff. And, and I had a lady, the first conversation I had with her, she was like, we were talking about spiritual warfare, and she said, you know, you, you, you need to to do a conference. You need to have a conference. You need to teach people this. And I looked at her, ma'am, I do not know you. What you're not going to do is give me an assignment. I was like, are you kidding me? And um, so, like, a conference, you know, all the drama that I go through to write a book, you want me to plan a conference? That's crazy. And so I had another young lady. She was like, why don't you just teach this? I keep coming back to you for information if you just teach it. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to be obedient. And um, as soon as I started the journey to uh, get ready to plan this first conference, my dad passed suddenly on Mother's Day from a heart attack. I was like, you, and you know what? God is like, life goes on. Like, I need you to do what I told you to do. So that was a very, like, defining moment for me in being obedient and finishing the assignment. And so I went from there. I got, you know, my girls together, my team, and God worked it out. I did, uh, it was the first conference called Spiritual Warfare, uh, Basic Training, Spiritual Warfare 101, and I I really enjoyed it. And so um, before I even had the first conference, God gave me the title for the second conference, which was Waging War. I was like, really, God, you're not even going to let me finish the first assignment before you give me another one, but okay. And I was really excited about this year's conference, but then 2020 happened. And, huh, what? You want me to do who now? What? God, you tripping. But, okay. Okay, so we're going to do it virtually. And I'm very excited about it. Um, This one is called Waging War. Uh, It is teaching Christians how to engage in warfare, what they're they're actually fighting against, the different, um, the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness, and the spiritual wickedness in high places, kind of breaking those down. What does that mean? What are we looking for? Um, There is a session called For God I Live, For God I Die, Kingdom versus Culture. There is another session called Watching for Witchcraft, and then there is um, another main session called Soul Work, um, Waging War on Our Sinful Nature. And there are four breakout sessions, prayer, praise, unqualified to minister, and the other one is, oh, strategic fasting. So I'm super excited about it. My team is working on the virtual stuff right now. And um, so that's kind of where I see myself going, teaching the body of Christ how to um, weaponize their armor of God, how to, you know, use the weapons that God has given us, identify the weapons that God has given us, and also identify the opposition that we have, why it's there, and how to defeat it. So that that's what I'm passionate about, and, and that's where I see myself going. But, you know, God is the king of plot twists, so there's no telling um, what else he's going to come up with. But right now, that's where I see myself going. Oh, that's powerful, because we need to know that, because – 
you know, as my journey goes on, ladies and gentlemen, I have realized that warfare is very strategic. It's very strategic, mm-hmm. and it's something mm-hmm. that that the devil and his family and all that, they know it will bother you. It's not going to come with something that, that ain't going to bother you. It's going to be something that's very sensitive, something uh, that, um, you know, that you've done in the past or something that you expired in your heart. Uh, and it's very strategic. It's very subtle. Sometimes it's so subtle that you can miss it. Like you said, then you're going to teach us how we can recognize it because sometimes people don't even recognize Oh, let me tell you, I'll be transparent. I went, I had a session with a seasoned apostle and prophet, and um, they, he said, I don't, I don't sense any, you know, demonic or anything like that. And I'm like, oh, really? Because <laughs> I wanted to get it out of me if I did, you know. And the mm-hmm. other thing he did tell me is to make sure that, and that's why I brought that up earlier. I was kind of being uh, in my own backyard a little bit. Is make sure I end, make sure I continue to be a finisher, mm. and as I as I uh, have talked to a lot of people, a lot of people, it's not the creativity, it's not the, uh, uh, the, the knowing to do what God said, it's finishing it. They, you know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for my team yeah. because usually when I get the vision and write it out, you know, I, I my team kind of implemented very well. But that's one thing he told me that's knocking at the door, that I got to be careful, very careful, and not let that get a portal is not being a finisher. And I'm like, woo, well, glad you said that. I can, my antenna is up now, you know what I'm saying, to, to be more yeah. vigilant of that and, and learn how to delegate and delegate well, okay? So, <laughs> yes, honey. So, yeah, so, so I commend you and, I, and everybody needs to sign up for that. You know, virtually is not a limit, ladies and gentlemen, so you can be a part of what Melinda Michelle is doing. I know I'm going to be there. Yes, I need to sign on up, okay? But uh, <laughs> I know me, me and you can talk all day and night, Lord Jesus. But but t- tell us if any last-minute things you want to chat about, and then, of course, please tell us how we can, you know, get your products and services and how we can support you on social media as well. Okay. Um, my my ending advice would just be to, um, as a person who studies spiritual warfare and has been a spiritual warfare strategist, I have also, you know, people come to me and I will do individualized uh, warfare strategies for them if they're dealing with something specific. And so people have a hunger for the spiritual realm, and sometimes we tap into parts that are not of God, and that gets very dangerous. But the world is on fire right now, and I think the spiritual world is very active. And I think this is a time to really, if you're a Christian, to really, really step back from the emotions, step back from the crazy, and ask God, what is he doing, and what is he doing in your life? What is your assignment? Because I feel like if 2020 goes by and we're so caught up in what's going on that we don't take the time to sit quiet and sit still with God to know what he's trying to do in our lives in this season, we're going to miss some great, great breakthrough. So that is my advice to Christians out there to really take the time to take a step back and say, you know what, it's a lot of distractions going on. Lord, what are you doing and and what should I be doing in my life? And I think that it's going to be a blessing if you're obedient to the Spirit during this very, very interesting season. Um, 
So the way to contact me um, is my website is melindamichelle21.com. There's two L's in Michelle. You could register for the conference. You could see um, my different publications. And right now, the first two books in the Warfare series are only 99 cents on ebook on Amazon. Um, you can find me on Facebook on Melinda Michelle, Instagram, the Melinda Michelle, and Twitter, um, Melinda Michelle. Wow. Well, first of all, we want to just thank you so much for being in your purpose. <laughs> and then, secondly, <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out your busy schedule. Uh, being here with us on the Dr. Renee Sunday show. If you have any, you know, anything we can help you with, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I definitely enjoyed it. Yes. Oh, Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, she's got some powerhouse. Not, not sign up for that conference now. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> please, I know I'm in the house, okay? Because you need to know if you don't have awareness of what's going on, you don't know how to defeat it. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you, it's subtle, it's subtle, it's subtle. Amen. Okay? Now, you know I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm glad you love me. But if you want to be a guest here on the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast, you know what to do. Go to the website, reneesunday.com, or you can DM us on any of the social media platforms. If you want information about being in our magazine, you know, we have the Good Deeds magazine, we have the Caregiver magazine, and then we also have the magazine that's representing the people. Uh, we come into your state. It's that strategic how we're going to do it. You know, Georgia, Alabama, and then we're going to keep on going. You know, Florida, we're going to keep going, okay? So we actually have that because it's a voice for the people. Uh, so people... If, you know, somebody may be in California that has the services, and you don't even know about it. So that's what we're going to try to – we're don't. we not try, but we're going to – we're expanding the gap for that, okay? So check out our website or social media for more information about that. Also, our nonprofit organization, you know, we take care of the insecurities that we take for granted. You know, food, clothing, and shelter, and we do have scholarships as well. That's at thethesundayfoundation.org. We want you to know that you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. You're not a mistake. No matter what you said to yourself, no matter what somebody has said or done to you in the past, you're not a mistake. we got to do three things. we got to believe, we got to trust, and we got to walk it out. You know the rest, right? we got to don't stop, get it, get it. And what are we getting? We're getting our purpose, and we're getting our purpose now. You know we got to be seen, be heard, and get paid, right? <laughs> but I love you so. I love you so. And thank you so much for joining us for this session on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.